This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 48. Coming up, we discuss how effective are home workouts. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to getting you in and around ideas and how you can improve your health, your well-being through small healthy habits that we can all start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica. Every other week, we're going to sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and dive into topics covering nutrition, fitness, and a lot more. And in this episode, we are discussing home workouts. Can they be just as effective as going to a gym? With me uh, is on-site well-being coordinator for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan, Dan Muncy. Good to see you again. Chuck, always a pleasure. Thank you. And, you know, uh, you've got so much stuff. You're always up to, you're always out there working out, riding your bike, uh, hanging out with family. You've got a lot of experience working in the health industry and being a well-being coordinator for Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan puts you out amongst a lot of people. So I'm sure you get inputs all the time about what's the best workout, where should I go, should I get the cheapy membership, should I, you know, and then there's the one you sign up and you thought you could get out of it in a year and you can't. <laughs> but the whole point of this podcast is to say, have you ever met somebody in the military? I mean, have you ever seen guys and women who are doing push-ups and pull-ups and jumping jacks, and I don't see them using a lot of weights, and I look at that and I think, what am I missing? Why don't I just do stuff at home that doesn't require a bunch of uh, money? I agree, Chuck. I think that's the biggest thing when you're talking about benefits of a home workout is you're looking at body weight exercises. You look at the military, they're doing jumping jacks, push-ups, right. they're running miles. And the thing is, it's convenient. It's something you always have access to. I think people get caught up in, I have to go to the gym to work out because it's something that gets them out of the house, maybe breaks their normal routine. Mm -hmm. But you can break your normal routine by just scheduling that home workout. And not only is it going to be more convenient, it's going to be time-saving. You're not actually going to the gym. We like to talk about, you know, you only have so many hours in a day. You can't get more time. As much as you want to try it, you can't add more than 24 hours in a day. And if you know that and you think to yourself, wow, I can save half hour going to and from the gym. That's an hour back into my day. That could be an hour workout. And now all of a sudden that hour workout you are doing is now obligated to now it's something else. You can actually spend that time with your family, spend that time catching up on sleep, spend that time prepping your meals for the week. I always like to talk about heart health when we bring up exercise. Still, mm -hmm. heart health is the number one killer in America. One in four individuals face heart disease of some kind in their lifetime. And with that, it's good to know that regular exercise that you're doing in your leisure is associated with positive health outcomes. I was looking through the American Heart Association, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the American College of Medicine, all recommend regular physical activity of moderate intensity for prevention and for complementary treatment of several diseases. And I think that's amazing, right? This great resource you have access to that you can do in the safety and comfort of your own home. So let's unpack that a minute because we've had on other podcasts this idea, and I think with you too, we've talked about anaerobic and aerobic exercise, right? More cardio versus weightlifting. From your perspective, is it just a balance? Is it just common sense that we really should be doing both to the extent that neither one of those is stressing us yeah, out? Yeah, and, and I think it's, Whatever works for you, I think, is always the best way to start. I think it's you want to get a good, healthy routine. If you like to lift weights, lift weights. Get a routine. You're doing it two days a week, three days a week. You like to run, you're running three days a week, five days a week. 
But at some point, you have to ask yourself, could I be more balanced with my workouts? Could I have better input in my own physical well-being? And being more balanced, if you're lifting weights, you're strengthening your muscles, you know, you work on your cardio, maybe you're getting better endurance, and you're being more well-balanced and you're not going to have injury as likely. So the idea of being at home, and I know you were talking about saving time, because let's let's face it, a lot of people are getting used to telecommuting, right? You're saving that amount of time of not getting in the car and driving. But while at the club, I may have people coming up to me to say hi. At home, if you're a young family, you've got kids at home, I lay down on the floor just to lay down and you know take a couple 20s and do some flies, and my dogs are coming. They want to look, kiss me on the face. It's like, oh, my gosh, I just want to work out. Can I just have a minute? So it is kind of a double-edged sword to do it at home, too, sometimes. No, and I agree. I think that there's privacy working out at home. I think that's something we can all value, that we don't have to feel like others are judging us. Yeah. But you have to worry about distractions, and I think that that's still something, whether you're at the gym or you're at your home, you have to plan for it, mm-hmm. you know, and if you know your kids are going to get home at a certain time, maybe you should work out before they get home. If you know that your kids are bothering you, maybe you have to work out after they go to bed at night. I mean, those are just simple changes to your workout routine or you're getting up early in the morning, maybe at 6 a.m. to do a podcast. You never know, Chuck. But <laughs> the nice thing is, is that on top of it, helping you with your privacy, keeping you away from distractions, it's going to be good for your mental health. And I I wanted to strive that. I was trying to figure a way to weave that in today because the Mayo Clinic talks about how exercise is going to pump up your endorphins. Physical activity helps bump up the production of those brains, feel-good endorphins, those neurotransmitters called endorphins. And if you've been a regular listener to the Healthier Michigan podcast, we talk about that all the time. It's a great benefit for your body. And then if you have worked out or you're thinking about it, working out is almost a form of meditation. You know, because when you're working out, you're thinking about the next physical movement. Mm -hmm. Your brain isn't clouded with all the other things that are going on in your life. And then when we're talking about the endorphins, we're talking about this meditative state. You have to remember that it's going to improve your mood. And through that, it's going to improve your self-confidence. And so there's a lot of great research around it. It's going to help you relax. And if you're working out regularly, it's going to improve your sleep habits. And I don't know about you, Chuck, but I always feel better the next day if I've had a good night's rest. Yeah. And you know, this idea of heart health, we've learned through this podcast and other places, heart health, equal sign brain health. And now you're saying equal sign mental health, because let's face it, if you're in Michigan catching this podcast right now in February, you know, we've kind of gone into the cloudy season. It kind of starts in November. And sadly, in Michigan, sometimes we don't feel like we get out of it. And I think working out, it's not so much a runner's high kind of thing, but it does give you that mental health day where you're able to sort of see the blue sky because, <laughs> and maybe it has to, a little bit to do with the fact that you're seeing progress in your own body shape. And I love that you brought that up because it's that seasonal affected disorder that we're worrying about right now because we're getting less sun. That's real for some. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's mild depression associated with that. And you know what the best combative of mild depression is? Physical activity. Yeah, yeah. So before we move on, I want to talk about this because let's talk really straight about the idea. Here we are. We're in Michigan. Sometimes the snow is flying sideways. Getting out and just going for the walk around the block is tough. But if you really concentrate on all the ways you can achieve cardio, even if as crazy as it sounds, you're not maybe not a mall walker, but you're doing it in your house, you're using your stairs, you can get workouts that way too. I always like to talk about it's what works best for you. And I think that there's always going to be that number one, you know, best way to exercise, you know, and when we're talking about 
the types of exercise, we're talking about the simplicity of working out at mm-hmm. home. And with that, you know, there's different types of workouts, whether we talked about in the beginning, body weight training, we talked about this. I always talk about high intensity interval training because it's my favorite. But then you're looking at yoga, Pilates, walking. I mean, there's simple things you can do every day. And that's just physical activity. We go back to the American Heart Association. They're talking about minutes worked out not what you're doing to exercise. Mm-hmm. So find out what works best for you. Don't be afraid to try new things. So can we touch on each one of those just a minute? It seems obvious, but let's not make any assumptions. Body weight exercises. Literally, I'm going to drop and do 40 push-ups, right? And I'm using my own body weight. What other ways do you see that are the most impactful ways we can apply body weight exercises if we're just starting out? Well, I think the nice thing about bodyweight exercises is there's a modification for every one of them. If you can't do a squat, there's a modification for mm. it. If you can't do a push-up, there's a modification for it. And the nice thing about that is it's going to give you an opportunity to succeed. As a former personal trainer, you always want to make sure your clients are set up for success and you want to set yourself up. Don't tell yourself, I'm going to do 40 push-ups if I can't do five. Yeah. Figure out what yeah. the modification is. Maybe you're doing this push-up plank where you're going from a high plank to a low plank to help build your chest strength, your tricep muscles. And next thing you know, after a few months, maybe a year, it's a timeline. You have to continue to work towards that end goal. So body weight exercises are something that I always like to talk about because it's something you can do. And with that, then you start building in this circuit training. Maybe you're doing 30 seconds of push-ups. 30-second break, 30 seconds of squats, Mm. 30 seconds break. And you're doing this upper body, lower body. You're maybe doing like more reps, less reps. You can always build it and play around with it, but don't be afraid to explore what opportunities are out there. The World Wide Web is a great place to look for information. You know, there's YouTube. There's all these great sources. But I always like to talk about if if when you're finding these new exercises you like, you want to be set up for success. I mentioned it before. We talked about removing obstacles that, you know, when you're committed to it, if you have a schedule, put it on your schedule, find out what time you're going to maybe be less distracted, whether that means you're doing it in the morning or at night, you know, you have to figure out what works best for you to kind of remove those. You know, and you, you've talked about this before, but I, I read an article and I reread it every once in a while just to see what it's talking about. And it's really fascinating. The premise of the article is that we can learn just about anything and see results in 30 days. I mean, if you've never played the violin, it may not sound great, but in about 30 days, you can start to get the hang of just about anything. And I think with exercise, what's so cool about this is if I can only do two or five push-ups, after about 30 days, it's an image builder, it's a confidence builder that I did get to 40, <laughs> you know? Well, and I love that because that's, that's like yoga, that's any practice like that. You want to fail. You want to figure out what you're not good at, and you can actually work on it then, you know? But if you don't even try, then you don't even know what your opportunities are. And if you've been at yoga, I'm sure you've really worked in, I've fallen on my face before trying to do a pose. I mean, it is what it is. You're there putting effort in, and the nice thing is you always feel good after a good workout. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about HIIT. Is it H-I-I-T? Is that what it is? (laughs) Yes, it's high-intensity interval training. Okay. And so I touched on it briefly of saying, like, you're doing 30 seconds of work, 30 seconds of rest. And there's many different work-to-rest ratios, but the idea is that you're having a high-intensity workout for a duration of period followed by a duration of rest. And so it's nice because if you have a, like a treadmill or a bike at home, what an easy way to do a HIIT workout. You could have a sprint on your bike for 30 seconds and then 30 seconds of rest. And you're going to get more benefits. Research shows that there's going to be more 
benefits associated with a HIIT workout than there would be for long-duration steady-state cardio. And there's nothing wrong with that, though. And I, I don't like comparing physical activity like that because what we're talking about today is working out at home and its simplicity and its convenience. Yeah. And the idea is you're just punching the clock. You're working out. You're building on that heart rate. And that's what's going to be good for your overall well-being. But if you're somebody like me who can tend to get a little bored if you're doing the same thing, you can also combine a couple of these ideas, right? Like you could ride the bike for 30 seconds in a sprint, get off the bike and rest, and then do your weights. Yep. And so you can kind of combine circuit training with HIT. Yes. Yeah. I, and I think that the nice thing beyond just what these ideas of workouts are going to be, what are going to bring you, whether that's, you know, changing it up, building a routine, you know, being able to break your routine bring in different exercises that maybe you wanted mm -hmm. to try, keeping things creative and fun. Um, my dad used to go to the gym every morning at 5 a.m. And it's like, he did the same thing like every year. Yeah. But that was his routine. That's what he liked to do. And whether that's your routine and that's what you like to do or you're willing to branch out and do new things, you want to be successful. And I think, Chuck, you're trying to bring in that idea of success through changing it up. But what you're talking about, too, is being consistent. Mm -hmm. And I like this idea of that if you're being consistent, you're showing up every week, you're trying new things, you're going to yoga, you're doing Pilates, you're doing this in the comfort of your own home. And then through that, you're going to have a routine, you're going to have accountability because you've scheduled it, you know, and then you're able to set goals. Where do I want to be a year from now? Where do I want to be a month from now? And I love that you just said it's 30 days, it's three weeks. It's the, what are you going to do to build a healthy habit? Little baby goals, yes. right? We don't have to take an entire year and, and scan out and think, you know, this is all going to happen in 30 days either. It's okay. I do want to ask you this because you're the perfect guy to ask. You mentioned your dad doing the same routine every day. Is it true or false that your body will adapt so that you really do need to change it up to trick your muscles? Or is consistency okay? Your dad seems to have found his zone yeah. and he's he was okay and that's great for him. There absolutely is more physical benefits of changing the routine. There is, okay. They talk about muscle confusion. But again, when they bring up a lot of that, we're talking about long-term implications of strength gain, long-term implications of having a faster pace. And for the average person, it's okay to find that routine be doing the same thing over and over again, whether that's riding the bike, going for a walk. But the idea of changing your workouts is it's going to decrease your likelihood for certain types of injury. Because if you're doing one type of workout, you're probably just focusing on a certain muscle groups. Yeah. And those other muscle groups are getting weaker. The supporting muscle groups aren't able to support the strength and stability like you would if you had a varied routine. So you've mentioned Pilates a couple of times. I've only walked past a room with vinyl letters on a door and I look and I see the rack and it looks like something out of a scary movie. What <laughs> is Pilates? What does it do for us? Well, it's great mobility. And I think that yoga falls right in that. When you're doing just these steady state balance holds, when you're working with your own body weight, you're able to work in the comfort of not pushing yourself beyond your own body's physical limitations. Mm -hmm. And that's something when you start bringing in weights into the equation, it's easy to road up that squat rack with too much weight. And then when you get underneath it, you can get seriously hurt. Pilates, yoga, walking, these are very low impact, safe exercises. And yeah, like you said, it might be Kind of intimidating the first time you walk by a yoga studio and you see people in an inverted pose, but that could have maybe took years of practice to get there. Same thing at a Pilates station. You might have somebody see with their head bent over their head. That didn't happen in one day. And so I think that that's the nice thing of 
being able to know your limits, but then know that doing exercises like yoga, Pilates, walking are very safe and you're going to have positive outcomes. But is Pilates a machine with weights that are assisting me with these moves? Is that what it is? Yeah. And so with that, you know, we're talking about how this exercise can maybe elongate our muscles, work on our mobility, and then ultimately have this idea of increasing our overall strength. Yeah. All right. So you've seen benefits there. If you're removing obstacles to make sure that you're getting a workout, that can also include maybe even scheduling it, right? I mean, you you make appointments for everything else. Yeah. Pick up the kids, go to the doctor, get to the dentist, go shopping. Why not put it down on your phone? You've heard me talk about it last time. We were talking about mobile apps and talking about scheduling these workouts. Yeah. And I say the same thing. You're setting yourself up for success because that schedule is your accountability. If you've got a nine-to-five job, that's on your schedule. I guarantee you're going to that nine to five job. Otherwise, you probably have some issues. <laughs> yeah. So you've got more time to work out at home. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. And now you're thinking about that. If you're scheduling that workout and you're consistent with it, you're building it into your day. You're finding success. And, you know, I really hope that people, when we get to the end and we talk about takeaways today, it's it's just working out has so many positive influences on your overall health. And I don't want to jump ahead, but it's just... It's such a great feeling to exercise, getting those endorphins, you feel relieved, you're sleeping better, and mm-hmm. it just builds on itself. So, I, you know, finding that time and that structure to have that accountability, being consistent, having a routine is going to help you progress where you want to get to your goals. So we've talked about this idea, you just mentioned it, being consistent. Accountability is a word that we use a lot in varied walks of life, but it can be anything from having an app on your phone to being accountable to yourself, to being accountable to your spouse. I mean, there's a lot of ways that this idea that you're going to start to work out at home can influence not only you, but you can be accountable through even adult peer pressure. You know, as a couple or whatever, you can start to work out even as a family. Yeah, and I love the idea of accountability because we all are going to have those days where maybe we don't want to work out, we didn't sleep right, but you know there's this level of someone, whether it's yourself, a friend, a family member, my buddy Zach, we get up and we hike every Saturday almost. And we used to work out at the gym. We had time for it. And now it's our lives got busy. He's got a family. I have other commitments. And now all of a sudden you're sitting there saying like, when are we going to spend time together? And we go for a hike on a Saturday. Yeah, We wrote that into our schedule. We have it so that he has his family calendar, I have mine, and it's so great to see that when I'm looking at that calendar and being like, wow, I get to look forward to that this weekend. But we built that in. It took tradition, consistency, and we've built from it. And you know, now is like perfect time for us. We love hitting the trails more so now than ever because there's less people out there, less distractions. And for us, it's just great to just catch up and have that camaraderie. But you've got to be careful. And I guess, you know, this is one of those things we just saw it over the holidays with Peloton, right? They put out this spot. Anything could be looked at as body shaming nowadays, Mm -hmm. it seems like, right? You can interpret all kinds of things any which way. Accountability, if you're going to do this with your partner, even if it's just a friend from a distance, if you're really good buds and I think you just say, hey, you want to go for a hike, it's okay. But when you say to your wife as the Peloton commercial, honey, look, I got you a bike, and immediately social blows up like, oh, my gosh, is this husband just thinking his wife needs to lose weight or what's it about? Accountability, let's deal with that for a minute. How do you navigate that space so you're being accountable or asking somebody else to be accountable 
without imposing your own views about, uh, well, that's too many cookies there, honey. What do you think? Chuck, you bring up a great point because you have to talk about those things. You can't impose your will on someone else, and you shouldn't let someone else impose their will on you. You should do what's best for you. And obviously, Zach and me have years of building a great friendship. And the one thing that we've been consistent with when we talk about home workouts is we'll just check in every day. What did you do today? I went for a walk. I swung my kettlebells. No kidding. That's, and, a, that's a pretty intense connection, though. But and we built that relationship, yeah. right? We, we talked about what our goals are. And that's where when we maybe go on to a, a four-week workout plan. And we know that, you know, we're working out every other day. And it's just that awesome accountability where I know that Zach worked out today. And maybe I couldn't work out because I had to get up early for things. and But I know in the back of my mind, I'm like, Zach checked in today. I need to check in today. What if you don't check in? Is it okay for Zach to call you a slacker? I mean, <laughs> yeah. your relationship is strong enough where you go, hey, what's going on? Well, and again, I think that that's what we've built. We've built yeah. a relationship where we like that that sarcasm, that hard time, because it's got us to where we wanted to. You know, we've both had those moments where we wish that you got the workout in and yeah, there's shaming in it. You know, there's this, I wish you pushed yourself harder. You mm-hmm. got that weight you should have, mm-hmm. but how great is it to have that accountability that you know that somebody's looking out for your best interest? Somebody wants to see you be your best self. I've got a friend that's invited me a couple times. I haven't taken him up on it yet. He's got another buddy who's built kind of a small gym in his garage, right? And he said, we just go work out in this guy's garage. And it sounds kind of like a manly thing to do, right? I just haven't had the moment to get over there. But having a buddy to work out with, even if it is a home workout, makes perfect sense to me. So that's really pretty cool. What about setting goals? You're apparently doing that with your own system, but how important is that, whether it's a 30-day goal, six months, whatever it is? Well, the goals help you work towards something, and that's going to build everything else we've talked about, consistency, accountability, scheduling. And so when you're looking at these at-home workouts and goals, Set yourself up to be successful. It might just be minutes worked out. It might not be how many push-ups you did, how fast you did something, how strong you were. It could simply be like, you know what? I want to exercise twice a week for 30 minutes from home. What a great goal. And guess what? We talked about it. If you're doing it for over three weeks, you're going to build a healthy habit, and then you can go from there. Maybe it's not two days. Maybe it's three days. Yeah. Maybe it's every day. But you started with something. You had a goal, and you knew that it was it was specific talk about SMART goals, and the great thing about it is you're going to know what you're shooting for, and you'll be more likely to achieve it. So let's talk about this idea of being at home, coming up with a workout, and using stuff that can assist you. You've already talked about finding a personal trainer on your phone, right? You can find all kinds of videos. For me, if I were to play the theme from Rocky and just listen to I can lift a room, right? <laughs> I mean, everybody finds their thing. Some people like to bring it down. I mean, I love to hear Danger Zone, right, from, from a movie. I, it just really psychs me. So depending on what you're looking for in today's world, you can find it. You can get an app. There's an app for that or whatever you want to look for, right? Yeah, I mean, I've put some ACDC Thunderstruck on, I'll run <laughs> through a wall. But yeah. the, the great thing is, is whether it's an app, I talked about YouTube. I mean, Nike has a great app. You know, nowadays there's Beachbody. They have all these at-home workouts. A good friend of mine's a Beachbody coach. There's an awesome accountability group within that. You have a coach that's going to check in with you, see how you're working out. They have all their videos online. We've talked about P90X, all these things, these at-home workouts where it's simplistic. It's body weight exercises, you know, these insanity workouts. They have things that it's going to help you be successful. 
And then I talked about the Nike app briefly, but that one's great. What an awesome circuit trainer app. You can literally tell that app what you have. Hey, you know what? I just have my uh. body weight and you can build a workout with it. And I know, like I said, I talked about YouTube. I mean, there's great peer-reviewed sur- sources out there. The ACE, the American Council on Exercise, has a great free library online. You can always go onto their website and check out any free exercise if you're looking for tips. Am I doing this exercise the right way? And you know it's a peer-reviewed source. You're not just watching something on YouTube and saying, was this the best exercise? Did I do it the right way? You're looking at people that are being held accountable for what they're teaching. And I know you're always scanning the countryside for this stuff. If I'm just beginning this, if I really am, as of this part of February, just catching up to my New Year's resolution, it sounds a little intimidating to think that the first app I'm going to reach for is Beachbody because my body doesn't look like it belongs on a beach, right? So what would you say would be a good place to start? What kind of app would I look for? Well, the the app that I think everybody should be looking at is their own calendar. That's yeah. an app. You know, yeah. put that on your phone, schedule that time in. Um, but as far as like overall what apps I'm seeing out there, there's this app called this Tonal. It's an all-in-one fitness and virtual trainer app. I mean, obviously, I'm not selling them more than anyone else, yeah, but yeah. I think it's going to set you up for success. We talked about Peloton. You know, my director, she has a Peloton. What an awesome thing that she's able to get up, tune into a cycling instruction class in the morning. She has that accountability. She has somebody that's going to motivate her, play that ACDC that's going to mm-hmm, get her to run through mm-hmm. the wall. And she has that in the comfort of her own home. I think it's tough for me to talk about apps that I don't use. But like I said, I know that people are successful with Beachbody. I think the idea is that's something that you're thinking long-term goals and understanding that within that program, there's a lot of different options. You start really small. They have even just like 10-minute trainers. What a great thing. Who doesn't have 10 minutes to exercise? Yeah, yeah. And the idea that you're going to use something like that is interesting to me because there is also the the low-cost plan. If you've already got a bike, you could even have an old Airdyne in the basement that you didn't use or that piece of gear you just got for the holidays that says it's easy to slide it under your bed and put it away and you've left it there. You can use that stuff and either plug in and listen to music or watch a video yourself. You can create your own Peloton moment, if you will, right? You don't have to spend the money if you don't want to. My favorite exercise is get on the, I have an Airdyne bike. It's in my garage. Plug my TV in the garage and I'll watch sports and I'll casually ride the bike when the sports are on. But when that commercial hits, I push it. I ride that bike really hard. And it's like, I'm able to watch the sport game I wanted to watch and I still get a great workout. And again, is it a perfect exercise? No. Could I be doing other things? But I've built it into my schedule where I'm going to be successful. I'm still able to enjoy it and I'm able to build on that. And like you said, it's something that I had just sitting in the garage. I took it from my parents' garage. Yeah. I still have it. You know, what a great thing that I have that. But if you don't have that level of equipment, you could do that with push-ups, bodyweight exercises. You know, maybe when the commercials hit, you're doing jumping jacks, you're doing push-ups, you're doing sit-ups. You know, simple things that you're just building into your daily routine because I don't know about you, Chuck. I've seen probably one too many commercials in my life, and I probably don't care to see any more than I have. Well, because you're on an Airdyne, and let me just say that I am an Airdyne fan. I've had two in my lifetime, and I have a bike now that's like it. And I sold it after thousands, literally thousands of miles on the first one, and they're a little noisy. I get rid of it. We move, and I'm missing it. So I went on Craigslist, and I found an oldie but goodie. It was like 75 bucks. So if you find the thing you like, 
in today's world, you can get it. I mean, yeah. you can find it. It is, but admittedly, it's a little noisy. It's just one of those well, things where yes. during commercials, it's a perfect Yes, idea. and again, the, I don't mind when that air ramps up and I can barely hear myself think, but I didn't care to listen to those commercials anyways. So that's a great point, Chuck. Yeah. So if we're looking to have equipment that's available to us, whether you're going to go the cheapy route and go buy something used, let's just scan the house for a minute and figure out if we have any equipment and we want to augment body weight exercises, maybe it's time to take an inventory. Yeah, you know. I, I love the idea of like band workouts. These like you can yeah, buy bands yeah. very cheap and you can do so many modified exercises, whether you're just doing curls and tricep extensions, you can hold it while you're doing a squat. You know, you're doing leg kickbacks, you're doing these things that are so simple basic exercises, but you're adding this level of resistance with a band that's a relatively cheap product. And especially if you've ever gone through any kind of physical activity, they're giving you bands to go through that physical activity because it's yeah. building resistance training. And obviously I've probably gone through physical activity or physical therapy one too many times in my life now. But the great thing is I have all those bands. I still use them and I've bought more bands because and of And they it. travel. Mm -hmm. You know, travel they're really, really, well. really easy to take with you. So we've talked about some of the brand names and not to knock them or to say anything else because some of these things, the cost of doing business, the entry point is a little higher than what some people can afford. But if that's your thing, just like accountability can become your thing, maybe you go for it and you find great success. And like you said, Chuck, it could be something like looking at Craigslist and finding an old Aerodyne bike, right? treadmill, elliptical. My mom loves to ride her elliptical every morning, and she says her prayers. I mean, what an easy thing to build it into her day and be successful. Yeah. So multitasking, watching sports yeah. while riding an airdyne. You know, they also it's hard to eat nachos. It's hard to eat <laughs> chips and stuff when you're on your airdyne. You know, you need to have your hands ready, at least for part of it. Hey, Dan, it's good to see you. Thanks again, Chuck. And, you know, I, I think that the best thing we can take away from today is that it doesn't matter what you do, just do something and find time for it while you're at home. Well, you can't start if you don't begin, right? So <laughs> let's start something. Take the opportunity to plan a workout regimen. Do it today in your home. I'm encouraged. I'm not quite sure I'll get to the beach body by, you know, the beginning of spring, but, you know, I'll work at it. Find yourself some kind of home workout is the point of this entire podcast that you think you could enjoy and then ease into it. Just experiment and don't be afraid to fail. That's one of the great encouragements I'm getting from Dan uh, in this podcast today. We really thank you for being with us and listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show, you want to learn more, we've got great episodes for you about everything. It runs the gamut, really. It could be about mental health and mindfulness. It can be about fitness, nutrition. Check us out online at a healthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave reviews or ratings on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, and you can always get new episodes on your smartphone or tablet. And be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. With Dan Muncy, I'm Chuck Gatica. Have a great day. Be encouraged. You can do something at home and start today.